Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh just shut down all its bars. So why are Steelers fans still planning on being in the stands for football this fall? Hey, I'm one of them and I'll tell you why. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Steelers fans have always had boundless optimism. Usually, this centers on the chances of their beloved football team for reaching the Super Bowl. It's embodied in the chant that resounds high in the Heinz Field stands. Here we go, Steelers! Here we go! But now, that boundless optimism extends to the coronavirus, and that fervent fans' chances for being back at Heinz Field for Steelers games this fall. Many fans, along with Steelers officials, believe they all will be there for games as usual. But this 2020 season is shaping up as anything but usual. First of all, the NFL has already ordered lower bowl seats to be cleared several rows deep around the entire circumference of the field. Instead of being filled with high-paying fans, those premium seats will be covered over with tarps that will be emblazoned with ads and corporate logos. That's an attempt to recoup at least some of the lost cash. Indeed, fans will be kept far from the football field to protect players from contracting COVID-19. But how do you protect fans in the stands from one another? Especially when embers of the first wave of coronavirus are already heating back up this summer. Just how many fans will actually be in those seats that will remain uncovered at Heinz Field? That's the big question that's still lingering out there without an answer. For now, the NFL appears to be content to leave the decision up to local health authorities. In Pittsburgh, the all-important and politically charged call would be made by Allegheny County. That's the same county that just shuttered all its bars because of a sudden uptick in coronavirus cases that have yet to spur an increase in hospitalizations. If Pittsburghers can't even attend happy hour, is there any hope they'll be present at Heinz Field for actual Steelers football games come September? Surely there will not be the usual 65,000 fans jammed into those stands but there's still a chance that some will be there. 
The question is, with a legion of Steelers Nation season ticket holders out there, they all claiming rights to their seats that they fill year in and year out, who will actually get to use those tickets and attend games? And how will these dicey decisions be made by the Steelers organization? Will there be some sort of lottery system that will entitle perhaps half of the tickets to be used on any given Steelers Sunday? Will the percentage of fans permitted inside be even less than 50%? What's the right number? 30%? 25%? That would be a surreal Steelers sight, to say the least. Moreover, who will brave the virus to watch football in person? The NFL clearly is more concerned with preserving its viral altered season as a TV product. This remains where the real money is. Over the years, the stadium has been rendered little more than a studio audience for this NFL TV show. So what would those precious few tickets that are permitted inside cost? How would it all work? These are huge questions, and already some very smart people are pondering what pigskin will look like this fall in Pittsburgh, and I have all the best takes plus the latest on-the-field news, including where Mike Tomlin ranks in the head coaching pecking order in this fireworks-fueled edition of the Steelers Update Podcast. So let's get right to it. First up, there's this item from TribLive.com. It glimpses the -the behind-the-scenes preparations already going on in the NFL for fans in the stands this season. The article goes, the Athletics' Daniel Kaplan wrote that the NFL is going to allow teams an opportunity to work out their own seating volume for home games. He says the league will not mandate a one-size-fits-all policy for attendance. Quote, the NFL will let teams set different attendance capacity limits when the schedule starts in August with the preseason, meaning some clubs could play in front of full or nearly full stadiums and some before no fans at all. The league communicated to clubs that they will follow local health COVID-19 guidelines on social distancing rules, which vary greatly state to state. In other words, as of now, the NFL will not dictate capacity thresholds, unquote. Beyond that, the Steelers Director of Communications, Bert Loughton told this to Trib Live about the Steelers' situation in Pittsburgh. Quote, we will continue to work with health officials around the state while following the proper protocols and guidelines by the CDC when preparing Heinz Field for the 2020 season. At this time, we remain optimistic we will play our home games as scheduled in front of our fans with the understanding that we will follow the NFL and government regulations to maintain the safety of our fans, players, and staff, unquote. So once again, folks, the fate of the Steelers fans' presence at games in Pittsburgh all goes back to city, county, and state officials. So in other words, we have to stay tuned and keep watching this unfold. Beyond that, the virus could become the Steelers' biggest opponent should it strike key players during the regular season. Alex Kazora with SteelersDepot.com pondered this scary Steelers scenario, writing, quote, It's Friday morning, week two, 
Ben Roethlisberger is getting tested before the Steelers' final walkthrough before hosting the Denver Broncos. He feels fine, shows no symptoms, but he tests positive for the coronavirus. What does the NFL do? Almost certainly Roethlisberger isn't going to be able to play on Sunday. And players will be again tested, and yes, some more Steelers will test positive on game day, making for many more surprise inactives and roster moves. Now the Steelers, or insert any other franchise quarterback, have to roll with their backup, unprepared, an obvious downgrade. Or an even more dire scenario, Pizora con continues. What if an entire position group tests positive? Imagine the entire Steelers offensive line all being confirmed at once. What happens then? On paper, you can at least replace your QB. Rotating an entire unit is a wholly different challenge. Maybe that means postponing the regular season. Maybe that means a shorter season. Or who knows, playing a game every two weeks. Maybe that means canceling altogether. I have no idea, Kazora concludes, and he adds, I don't think the NFL does either, unquote. Speaking of cancellations, the Dallas Cowboys-Pittsburgh Steelers preseason opener at the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, once set for August 6, has already been scrapped. Now, many expect the entire preseason to follow suit. In other words, why risk imploding the regular season before it starts in earnest. Again, we shall see. Pittsburgh's most extreme sports talk show host has a very extreme and dire view on the prospects for professional sports to go on amid COVID-19. Of course, I'm talking about Mark Madden, who writes this for Trib Live. Quote, I have little confidence any of America's big-time pro sports leagues will see their seasons through to a conclusion or even start or resume them. That's Mark Madden kicking off his column. And then he goes, that's the arresting way Madden kicks off the column. But as for his pessimism about this, he pins it on the players, not the virus himself. He writes, quote, Tom Brady is refusing to cease informal workouts in Tampa despite being told to do so by his own union. Steelers coach Mike Tomlin frets openly about the snaps his team missed at OTAs and minicamp. Like Brady, Tomlin can't see beyond football. American sports are clueless about the virus. We're in the middle of a global pandemic that is rebuilding momentum in the U.S. The leagues may make the proper plans. Sports workplaces will be among America's safest. But I don't trust the players to execute. Dozens of players might get COVID-19. Worse, maybe a player's wife or child gets it, or a father or mother or a grandfather or a grandmother. What happens then? Panic will lead to shutdown, unquote. All from Mark Madden predicting sports, American pro sports, will not get out of the starting gates, or if they do, it won't last long. And talk about a downer before we even kick off. As for true fans, I gotta give it to Garrett and this tweet that puts the virus and football into proper Pittsburgh 
perspective. He tweets, quote, am I scared of the coronavirus? No. Am I scared someone in my family will get it, already did, and die? No. Am I scared the NFL season is going to get canceled and leave me sad on a chilly Sunday afternoon? Yes. Absolutely terrified. It literally keeps me up at night, unquote. Yes, fans are longing for football. And the preseason talk and anticipation is going on unabated as we head into this uncertain 2020 season. There's this item from CBS Sports over the best NFL coach heading into 2020. Here's the top 10 as ranked. Number one, Bill Belichick. Number two, Andy Reid. Number three, John Harbaugh. Number four, Sean Payton. Number five, Kyle Shanahan. Number six, Sean McVay. And then number seven, Mike Tomlin. Number eight, Pete Carroll. Number nine, Doug Peterson. Number 10, Mike Zimmer. So Tomlin comes in at seven. Some say it's a cruel oversight for sure. Ellie Finnerty tweets out her pro-Tomlin take, writing, quote, A little Coach Tomlin appreciation. Career record, 141-80-1. Youngest coach to win a Super Bowl at 36. Only the 16th head coach in Steelers history. Never had a losing season as head coach. Hey, that's a strong argument, I have to say. But others say ranked at seven might be too high for our Mike Tomlin, especially given his string of high-profile playoff failures or worse, not making the big dance at all these last two seasons. Once again, I go to Mark Madden for the mad take on Tomlin. To wit, Madden tweeted, quote, if every NFL coaching job were open and, and, and every NFL head coach were available, Mike Tomlin wouldn't be among the first 10 hired. Oh, he'd get hired, but there wouldn't be this mad rush. He's missed the playoffs two years in a row and has three playoff wins in nine years, unquote, from Mike Tomlin, unquote, from Mark Madden putting Mike Tomlin's current status in the NFL in perspective. Hey, that is certainly a Pittsburgh take on Tomlin, who has never been fully embraced by the fan base. Ah, I'll tell you, it's good to talk football, only if we could keep talking football right up through next February. Wouldn't that be great? No wonder this season ticket holder right here plunked down his cold hard cash for four season tickets no questions or COVID worries asked. Why? Well, it's Steelers football. That's why. I've been part of it since the 80s at the old concrete bowl that was Three Rivers Stadium. I always imagined that place as this giant witch's cauldron, crackling and gurgling with the unmitigated euphoria and unregulated rage of Steelers fans, always at their emotional peak on every play. I love being part of that potent Pittsburgh Steelers stew, brewed up and boiling over on Sundays. 
What a backdrop Steelers Nation provides and has provided for its beloved football team all these many decades and counting. All the cheering, the chants, the signs, the terrible towels, even that famous 1970s polka, which began, We're from the town with the great football team. We cheer the Pittsburgh Steelers. In other words, fans and football have been inseparable in Pittsburgh. Fans, team, and football, all sides of the same Steelers coin. If you take away most of the fans, football will be missing something. The Steelers will be missing something. And I'm not talking about ticket revenue, parking proceeds, and beer sales. I'm talking about the emotional and physical feedback loop that connects fans with football players, keeping both at the top of their game. If an interception or touchdown takes place in an empty Heinz field, did it really even happen? Fortunately, we may finally have an answer to the tree falling in the forest question. Only it will be answered in an absurdly quiet and cavernous football stadium as the Steelers score and no one's there to cheer. Chilling. It would be absolutely apocalyptically chilling. Even on TV, it just won't be Steelers football without the fans. I shudder to even think about it. So let's hope, let's really hope and pray we never, ever have to find out. I still have faith in seeing live in-person football in Pittsburgh this fall. And that is your Steelers Update Podcast for now. Download the audio wherever you download your favorite podcast. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news. And happy, healthy 4th of July. Yeah.